The Gulfstream Fountain of Youth Day edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And, folks, for the 200th time, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I got my Cuban links on. Yes, Cuban B. And I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oak Line. I got ice all over my body looking like a snowman. Big rocks in the grill dancing like a slow jam. My chain's so heavy, I'm walking like an old man. Try me, you. Chain so heavy, I'd be walking like an old man. And that's why I picked out that that particular uh, couplet. You know, it's because uh, I do be walking like an old man sometimes, Barry. Um, we talked about it. I have back problems. Uh, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to the show, and welcome to my guest, who uh, you might have already guessed who it is uh, based on his voice and me talking about him and using his name. Um, the Michelangelo of the crying Michael Jordan. Alderman of Ward 4 of the No Chalk Zone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your friend of mine, Barry Spears. What's up, Barry? What's happening, big dog? You know, I, I like that. I'll be the alderman of Ward 4 of the No Chalk Zone. I think I might put that in my Twitter bio. There you go. I, I think like that. Ward 4 is where all the, the big decisions. It's where it made. all goes down. It's where the where movers it all goes and down. shakers hang out in No Chalk Zone. Uh, man, how's Rolling it going? Nice. How- Rolling dice in the yeah. fourth ward. <laughs> how's uh how, how are things in, in Florida? How's how's it being a Florida man? You know, I, I'm really upset because since December it has not really been warm, and and I didn't move here for this nonsense. I need seventy five plus weather, or else I'm useless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same way. I got, it's because I have these grandpa problems with you know, like my if it hit if it dips below fifty, it's my hip starts starts bugging me. Uh, but try yeah, having so, a heart attack. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, you, I think you might win there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, where what's Barry Barry and I going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about the Gulfstream Fountain of Youth Day. Listen, they got an all-graded stakes pick six. Uh, I'm not sure if they're doing a mandatory payout. And typically, you should only p- play this bet when it's a mandatory payout day. But I couldn't I couldn't help it. I couldn't help but to, to pick it because it's a all-graded stakes pick six. Uh, that starts race nine, post time, 317 Eastern, 217 God's time. And that's 1217 over in the specific time zone on the specific coast. Uh, it, it includes the grade two Devona Dale, the grade three, the very one, the grade two Gulfstream Park Mile, the grade three Canadian Turf, the grade three Honey Fox, the grade two Fountain of Youth. What did you think of this, you know, this card? I mean, this, we could have done a, a, all eight stakes races, you know, if we, if we wanted to, uh, it, pretty, pretty nice little card here for, for Gulfstream. What did you think? 
tremendous card. Uh, probably the best card you'll see uh, prior to the Derby. And it probably won't be close. But it's 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 a great card. There's a lot of good horses running. A lot of opportunity. And there's 14 races. So, I mean, if you can't get one of those, then you got to study harder or something. This might not be the game for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's dive in. It's the 20 cent pick six. Uh, usually they try to make this like a mandatory payout sort of day whenever it's well, like the, this. But... The pool should be healthy, you know, pool, pool um, should especially, be healthy. especially since Santa Anita's canceling. Um, that might help a little bit. That definitely will, will attract a little bit of a wagering dollar, I would think. Um, let's d- jump into race nine. Eight furlong, $200,000. The Devona Dale Stakes is a grade two. It is on the dirt. Um, and I think the time has come to start a pick six like an obnoxious douche. And that's <laughs> what, with a single of a horse coming off of the huge figure last out and an upset win. Uh, if I'm being honest, I only thought that three horses in this race were really fast enough to win this race. Uh, and there, there was one that was a good bit faster than those two horses. I'm kind of curious... Barry, how did you see this first leg? Um, I didn't think it was uh, that easy um, because I, I really don't love just FYI. I, I think, you know, she's a, she's a pretty good horse. Um, <clears throat> her last race was in November, which kind of gives me a cause for pause. Um, because usually you see horses that come out of the Breeders' Cup, they're not the sharpest when they get back on the track. And I don't think that the Connections had the plans to to make the Devona Dale their, their goal for 2024. That being said, she's definitely a contender in this race, can definitely win. Um, but I like a couple others better. Um, I think Fiona's Magic is, is kind of the speed of the speed. I'm going to use that one. Also, Leslie's Road, who actually has been running faster than just FYI. And I'm also going to throw in Queen's Martini as, as kind of the wild card at 10 to 1. Uh, that one, Queen's Martini, uh, lost to a horse named Power Squeeze, who came back um, and won a, a stake at Tampa uh, a couple weeks ago. So, you know, that, that race looked looks pretty live and and you know just the chance that queen's martini kind of develops before the rest of them i think she's worth a shot in a race like this yeah um i'm just kind of being a dumb dick and taking just fyi uh honestly as my as my single that's right i find let me find the sound drop because uh that's a that's important anytime i do single um yes i'm yes, i'm singing i want to mingle you want to mingle yeah now- Tell him the minister of the super heavy funk. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm just I'm singling just FYI. And here's the deal. All those things that Barry said. Correct. You know how many times I've seen horses who ran great in the BC come out and just flop in the spring after not running. Um, you know, with that, I I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lean in and I'm going to say that the that this horse, though, ha- you know, it's undefeated. It's improved at each start for Bill Mott. And it looks like one turn racing just just as much, you know, just might be this horse's thing, too, because uh, it's run really well going uh, going one turn both times that it's tried. 
so I don't know. I, I, I like it on the cutback coming back. I think that uh, I'm I'm going to get bold and I'm going to, in the name of keeping the ticket cheap, going to get a single just FYI here. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I mean, she's she's proven she's a champion. So, you know, I, I don't blame you. I'm putting her on my ticket, even though I'm not in love with her. I, I still think she can win, but, you know. Um, what's the – do you have the morning line price in front of you? Yes. She is 7 to 5 on the morning line. Leslie Leslie's Rose is 8 to 5. Fiona's Magic is 8 to 1. And Queen's Martini is 10 to 1. Okay. All right. I'm getting the odds pulled up here. Yeah, I mean, you know, 7 to 5 is, is probably fair in, in a race like this. Um, you know, and she'll probably be around that price. So I, I think they did a good job here. I, I tend to agree. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's hit race 10. 11 furlongs, $150,000, the very one stakes. Uh, grade 3, this one's on the turf. And I I thought wonky pace in this race. thought really wonky pace. And there's absolutely not much speed signed on. And I don't like any of that speed. Uh, I'm a big proponent of spreading out when you play closers because they, you know, they need a pace to set them up. And they're more prone to fall to a troubled trip. Just remember the, the how many salmon. How many salmon do I have to release upstream here to get one home, to get, get one to spawn, to make baby salmon? And those baby salmon are dollars if you still follow me <laughs> how many salmon do i need to turn loose that's what i try to do i tried to use every horse that i think if it's a closer can win i try to use every closer that i think is worth a damn uh and that's what i did here what what did you think of this race uh did you think that this also had a, a weird setup from the pace standpoint absolutely I, I thought it was really nobody um other than sister luann who i am using um that horse might be lone speed and just get away from these horses but there's also that sort of mantra that you know nobody wants to let anybody get away and other horses might go i thought it was kind of bizarre that safi has two horses with the same running style in this race right um that was that was a little strange to me but it looks like one is definitely better than the other um, and, and I think Sister Luann is, is definitely better. Um, that being said, you know, in these marathon kind of turf events, horses that do get kind of forwardly placed end up kind of running well. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I went, ended up going three deep here. Uh, the first one I used was the six Anatolian. I, I thought made a good move for, for Mike Maker stepping into deeper waters in a graded stakes race last time. Uh, has nice, consistent works heading into this race, and it's capable of taking another step forward. Uh, you know, should I think should be up close to a slow pace, and I think that should make this horse kind of dangerous late. Uh, I've also used the eight, Miss Yearwood. First off, the all-weather, which is a, a dirty little pig boy angle. Little pig boy. <laughs> Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch baby mistress gets to stand on. I think that this one could pop off the layoff. It put up a huge figure two back on the actual turf of Churchill Downs and it has a history of winning off of the layoff. And then the 10, R. Cali Kim. Uh, I thought this was your most likely favorite uh, horse that's been running in very top form in its last three starts. Uh, if you were to be so bold to single a horse here, I, I think that this would be the horse that, that you did it with. 
I unfortunately did not single. Um, I went three deep here. I'm going to use the two, um, Highland Grace. I, I think this horse is probably sitting on a good race. Came back in the La Proviente. I, I don't know how to spell that or say it. Um, but came back on January 27th at Gulfstream in a mile and a half race. Didn't run all that bad. Was on the outside. Gets a better post position today and can finish. So we, we're going to use her. Um, we're also going to use Sister Luann, who looks like Lone Speed, who I like. And R. Kelly Kim looks very logical here. Can can be close to the pace as well. Um, was also in that January 27th race and finished ahead of Highland Grace. So we'll see. At 7-2, to two, that's probably where the, the, the key is. But again, you know, we're not seeing the live betting right now. And we'll have to make decisions. That's true. This is true. Folks, have I ever talked to you about our good friends at Underdog Fantasy? That's right. Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Listen, it, it's a fun pickup game where you can pick whether your favorite players will have higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Listen, I, I like playing with underdogs and i really liked how uh, how easy it was just to set this app up and get in there and be playing it only took me a couple minutes i had boom a deposit in i got my bonus and there i was playing and putting in everything as a lower because i'm a pessimist when it comes to it so sign up today with promo code sgpn and get your first deposit doubled up to 100 dollars uh, as well as an instant pick em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. Don't forget to register with my promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick em special. Must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Uh, concerned with your play, call 1-800-522-4700 or visit ncpgambling.org. And SGP is... SGPN is teaming up with Underdog to give you even more of a bonus. Sign up between now and the end of the month, and five winners will receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and a $50 SGPN card. Sign up today using promo code SGPN and go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. And let me go ahead and get a little rehydration break in here. There we go. It's technically the second of the month, the the, the Gulfstream card here. But uh, yeah, I digress. Let's move on. Race 11, eight furlongs, $200,000. The Gulfstream Park mile stakes, a grade two on the dirt. You know, I'm not sure if the pace heats up here at all, and it puts me on a horse that I want to single, especially if they go, up, go slow up front. So uh, yeah. Once again, not only not only am I single, but I'm double single. Now the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Huh? I'm going to uh, make you guys... <laughs> that's, that reminds me of how my grandpa used to say, huh? He'd be like, you'd say something, he'd just go, huh? Um, yeah. I'm, that's what they call a tease in the industry, though. I'm going to make you wait for for who my my single is. Uh, Barry, did you did you see a slow pace here? Did you want a horse that that, that was up towards the front? For this yeah, race? but 
I, I kind of felt like everybody was going to be towards the front and, and slow. Um, that being said, I went uh, three deep here. And the horse I'm really interested in is the outside horse, number eight, Gilmore. Uh, I think this horse has been running, quote unquote, over his head. Um, you know, kind of got beat in the in the PA Derby last year. Um, also, was, you know, a couple of grade ones in there and, and ran well, was just, you know, too far. And this is uh, more, more of his speed. And I think his form is a little muddied up because of that Hooper where Tumble Rumba did beat him and Steel Sunshine and Castle Chaos, who got scratched out of this race, were ahead of him. But he didn't get a great trip, got bumped around early, got squeezed back and kind of packed it in. And I think that kind of dirties his form up a little bit. And I'm expecting a, a good run out of that one um, at 15 to 1 on the morning line. So we'll see how that goes. Also using Tumba Rumba, who shown some speed in the past. Um, and, you know, I don't think he's at his best when he's on the lead, but I don't think there's anybody else that's going to be there. Right. Um, so we're going to take that one. And then the last one we're going to take is uh, Il Miracolo, the four. Kind of the same situation as Tumba Rumba has had the lead before and won on the lead, but doesn't necessarily want it. But if he ends up there, that's that's a good thing. Also, he's another one that's been running, you know, at higher levels and kind of dropping down, even though this is a, a graded stake. Um, the field isn't as tough as the one that he's been facing. He, he was in the, the Pegasus the last time out, lost to Trademark, O'Connor, Saudi Crown, Scotland. These horses are really good. So um, we're going to use that one, too. I, I decided I was just going to be super honest with myself today. And if I decided, if I thought the chalk was going to win, I was just going to single. And so that's what I did. I, I, I thought the five Tumbarumba, uh, I, I, it seems to be at its best in one turn format. I like the one turn and really likes the one turn mile of Gulfstream Park. Uh, it defeated a few from this field last out in the Fred Hooper. And I think that the near front running style should sit a perfect trip here. And I'm with you. I think that this horse could also just end up on the front uh, just by default uh, kind of and take the, you know, take the lead and maybe try to win it that way. Uh, so like having a little bit of versatility there with my singles. So give me the five Tumbarumba as, as my as single number two in this pick six. Bold move, Cotton. See how yeah. that works out for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could, I, I, I see, you know, I would expect to get that level of shit from the, the alderman of ward four of the no, no chalk. So now that, now that I've singled on some chalk a, a couple times now, um, all right. Race 12, eight and a half for long, $150,000 Canadian turf, grade three. Guess what? The Canadian turf is a run on the turf. It's not just a clever name. Uh, this and it's is not in Canada one. and it's not in Canada. Hey, Hey, look at that. That's a good point. Uh, you'll get a little deke up front, but we do assure you it is on the turf. Uh, this is one another race where I really spread out because I think any of these five horses are capable of, of winning this race, and they're all horses from. Remember, I said how many salmon? If, I, if it takes me five salmon in this race, uh, Barry, what what did you think? Were you spread out here? Um, not well. I guess I mean I'm using three, and you know the. I actually almost singled a horse here, and that's number three, Emmanuel. Um, this horse is raised; it's like he, he 
gives an honest effort every time and is right there. Um, set the track record over at Tampa last year and kind of fires off the bench too. Um, runs really well off layoffs and I don't expect anything different on Saturday. Um, I'm also using the four turf King. Um, I think this was just, you know, kind of improving. He's a four-year-old that, that hasn't run but four times, but three for four lifetime seems to be in this spot um, to unveil for, for the 2024 season, which is probably a good thing. Uh, and Chad Brown has been awfully cold and I almost hesitated not to use him, but I'm going to use him anyway um, because, you know, Chad Brown wins a lot of races and, and, you know, it's hard to leave him off tickets, especially at eight to one morning line. And then I'm going to use the outside horse, Ice Chocolat. Um, this horse has been kind of knocking on the door. Needs a little help pace-wise. But the last race, the horse kind of got into the game a little bit earlier. And I think that's a good thing, especially with the rider switch to Louis size. I think uh, he's going to get this horse in a good position to, to strike at the top of the stretch. So I used a couple of those horses that you mentioned, uh, the three Emmanuel, uh, the, the 10 ice chocolate, uh, you pretty, you got, you gotta, you gotta say kudos. Good job covering. Those are the things that I like as well, but let me tell you who you didn't have that. I also like going to start off with the two smoking tea. Uh, I thought smoking tea should sit a pretty close stalking trip. And I think that a first run at the speed type of horse should have a good chance to pass the pace as it, as it comes back to the field here. Uh, I also use the six atone uh, didn't win the Pegasus world cup turf like it did last year, but gave a huge effort. It opted to stay at Gulfstream instead of shipping to fairgrounds like last year. Uh, so I like the odds of this one staying in form going second over the local track against a much softer field than what she saw in the Pegasus world cup. Um, or sorry, what he saw. Don't mean to misgender. Uh, then I use the, the long shot, the nine giant game. Uh, if no one else goes, who's to say giant game can't just steal this race on the front with this wonky pace. I think you still have to keep uh, this horse on the ticket because the front running scores are always possible on the Gulfstream park Durf. So those were, I, I used smoking tea, the three Emmanuel, uh, the six atone, the nine giant game and the 10 ice shuck a lot. I took a long look at smoking tea. Um, I, I think you, you might have be onto something there with that horse. I might throw that one in later, but I don't know. It's uh it's just seems to be like one of those turf horses that Suge brings along slowly, you know, and then it's just finally the horse's turn, you know? Yeah. Happens a lot. Happens quite a bit. Uh, also happens quite a bit. Uh, I talked to you about our good friends, the good nerds of Hall of Fame bets. That's right. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets. The sports betting uh, analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. You can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start, re start researching, start winning 
with Hall of Fame bets. And let me get a little rehydration at earlier, Dan. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. Man, I, I really haven't made a big deal out of this being episode number 200, except for I know, you know, hey, do you now this is where I start doing like a clip show. It's like, hey, do you remember that time the President Obama dropped by? <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's what I do. Who can forget that? Who can forget that? Or the time that that Paul Rudd was here. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. You know, we we played our, our James Brown clip from the time that James Brown was here from Beyond the Grave, uh, of course. All right, let's go ahead. Let's move on. <laughs> it's the ghost of James Brown. The ghost of James Brown. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Race 13, eight furlongs, $150,000, the Honey Fox stakes, grade three on the turf. Now, this looked like a race that finally had some honest pace. And I thought that there was no way with the amount of pace side on for this race that it doesn't fall to a closer. And fortunately for me, I've only got two good enough worth playing here. So I thought that I could te- keep this ticket relatively skinny uh, and go too deep. What did you think of the Honey Fox? Um, I went three deep. I think, like you said, there's a, there seems to be a lot of speed in here. Um, you got, like outside horse ancient peace who's probably forced to go time passage uh for the flag walkathon spansive could go uh be my sunshine it would probably want to be forwardly placed and even the one miss carol ann will probably uh kind of live liven up the pace a little bit and that leaves the rest of them um the horse i i i like is candy light came back on a synthetic uh venture and ran a really improved race that day <clears throat> and i think that this will springboard this horse into a a better spot on the turf this time came back with a nice work on february 23rd i, I think that one's ready um chili flag who's nine to five on the morning line which kind of shocked me um as as far as you know because Chad Brown has been very cold. I think he's like 10% at Gulfstream at this point. Um, the pace scenario really sets up for Chili Flag. So maybe that's why that horse got the uh, the 9-5 to five moniker. And then I'm going to throw one downfield for the third horse, which is Mohawk Trail, who I think could sit kind of a stalking trip. So if, if the pace doesn't actually materialize, this horse is going to be up close and probably get first run now you know obviously if, if the pace is slower the horse will probably kind of stick around if not you'll see horses like chili flag and candy light blow by them but i had to keep them on there just in case yeah i i'm super i mean i might as well go ahead look at us hey look at us look at us huh? who would have thought not me I, I was ex- the exact same, except I, I left off your your most outside horse. I just used the two Candy Light and the six Chili Flag. flag. I mean, I thought Candy Light is going to be saving ground under Tyler Gaffleyone. It's first off the All Weather, which I am a most definitely a dirty little pig boy for. Little pig boy comes from the dirt. <laughs> He's a weasley little mud grub who needs to be stood on. Little pig boy. And Safi actually hits at a high rate with winners last note. What's up? You said Pig Boy comes from the dirt. 
but Pig Boy likes like, synthetic. He likes horses coming off possible? of the synthetic. Well, oh, okay, okay, okay. First, well, first off, like how how dare you try to put the Pig Boy into a box? <laughs> I'll have you know that everything about My the bad. Pig Boy is fluid. Um, and then uh, <laughs> My man is go for the flow. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he's pan is what he is. He's just everything. Okay. All right. Um, I can dig it. You know, it's twenty twenty four. You got to be loosey goosey, right? That's that's right. Just whatever whatever pig boy thinks is sexy is what pig boy is at the moment. Okay. Uh, 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 kind of like Little Nas X, right? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. We vibing. Yeah. We vibing. Yeah. There we go. I use the six <laughs> chili flag. Uh. All of these stakes races on the turf, and this is the first time I choose Chad Brown and Irad. Amazing, amazing to me. But I'm using, I'm, I'm sticking with Chili Ride here. Uh, shame on me. Uh, but yeah, I gets Irad back after making the switch to Pratt last out, and this one is capable of a huge jump. You know, a huge jump of performance, second off the layoff. So we pretty much were eye to eye on that one, it, it, which gets us to the big race, the prep race, race fourteen. If you're on a horse racing Twitter, you know it effectually as the capital F, lowercase o, capital Y, the $400,000 Fountain of Youth Stakes, grade two on the dirt. Am I so dickish that I might go three singles in the sequence? No, that's that's how you got to play it, man. You know, that way you have, you know, kind of income to spread around on win bets. That's right. So it's not a bad deal. It's uh th- thanks to this, I ended up with a six dollar ticket at the twenty cent base. Oh wow, that's, yeah, that's, that's real thin to win, as they say in uh, when you play war, right? Yeah. When you cut the cards, thin to win. Thin to win. Um, I actually went really thin in this race, and I singled. What? I did. Whoa. I singled, locked the eight. I think that you know this race sets up great for this horse. Um, there's enough speed to keep it honest with, uh, you know, speakeasy victory Avenue and door knock kind of occupying themselves up front and locked can get into a sweet spot, take over and win. I just gave you the race right there. Okay. I, I've decided, so I've decided that I'm just going to start being honest with myself when I think that a horse is just way better than everyone. And, uh, I'm single and speakeasy. Ooh. Like a just a chalk eating weasel. I'm just consuming all of the chalk in this this sequence here. Uh, so if there's any, if anyone out there is listening and critiquing my my uh, ticket structure, I just want to say that I I do know, and also. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. Do you remember oh, that? I time? always sing along with that one. Oh yeah, you remember that time the Fifty Cent was here, recording, yeah. you know, doing doing his hit "Many Men" for us live on the Notorious MTV. He did, and and you know, as long as he didn't bring Meek Mill with him, we're cool. That's right. There we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't ask. He didn't ask us to, you know, produce a beat and then not pay us either. So there's a lot going on in that world. There's there's a lot in the in the post G unit uh, universe. <laughs> going on <laughs> that's for sure um all right yeah i singled speakeasy here ha- have i seen todd pletcher chalk flop already a couple times in Gulfstream pe- preps yes yes i have i have i am aware of that 
but for some reason, I feel like this one will be different because it won't be coming off the long layoff. Uh, I think a lot of those other Todd Pletcher horses, you know, were first off of the 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 BC push. The and you know they're kind of flopping off of that, and they maybe they just needed one. I think Speakeasy's ready to go now. I think I look at the pedigree and think that Speakeasy will handle the two turns just fine. And, you know, while I'm breaking a cardinal rule of not taking a short price on a horse doing something for a first time, it, it, it's in the name of t- keeping my ticket cheap here, keeping it under $10. If I can get in a under $10 pick six ticket, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, you could play it for a dollar and have plenty left over. That's right. That's right. Um, here, did it five uh, times. Bang, 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 bang. Like, uh, what's his name? John, John uh, Witherspoon? John Witherspoon, yeah. <laughs> He's got the bang, mushroom bang, 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 bang. lining, yeah. the mushroom belt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got all that. Here, let's go ahead. Let's recap these tickets. Barry was nice enough to transmit his over to me uh, ahead of time. So he started off in race nine, the two, three, four, six, race 10, two, five, 10, race 11, the four, five, eight, race 12, the three, four, 10. Race 13, the 268, and then the ice cold single race 14 with number eight. Was it locked? Locked. Yes. Sir. Yeah. All right. For me, I'm well, actually the favorite, and Speakeasy is not. Speakeasy's nine to two. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll that... see how that shakes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I have a feeling Speakeasy will be, will be pretty well bet. They could be co favorites, quite honestly. Yeah. I think, uh, Victory Avenue is going to take, attract a lot of attention too. So, and Dornock, who you know, uh, the other horse out of that race that you know, um, uh, won at fairgrounds, um, Sierra Leone, yeah, and that, that horse is like right now the top of the division. So, uh, I gather Dornock's going to gather more attention too. So, this should be a good race. Fun, fun question for you regarding Sierra Leone Do you think Sierra Leone would be as highly regarded if it didn't have as bad of a trip? As it did in the in the, the the race at the fairgrounds. Um, no, because I mean right. that horse. I don't, a- I don't think so. No, because you know the the horse to me had a lot to prove, and um, he proved it. You know, he proved that he's worthy of some attention. I don't know really how good he is or how that would translate to a Derby scenario with his running style because he's he's just a dead closer. That's not really what you want. But you know, horses develop, and they may he may be able to get some speed into him um, before the Derby. But you know, I, I would rather be forwardly placed. That way, you don't get into the scrum and all that nonsense that goes on once you get out of the gate in the Derby. Just a lot of trips, you know. Right, right. Hey, have you run? Have you seen anybody so far that that you think feels like a a Derby horse yet? No, I really haven't. Honestly, I, I thought. Uh, Who's the catching freedom who ran third in that race at, at uh, in the risen star. I thought that horse is very good and probably isn't getting the, the attention he deserves because he, he didn't win the risen star. Right. But that wasn't the goal, you know, and, and I think they're going to wheel back in the, uh, the Arkansas Derby. I'm not sure, or they're going to stay at the fairgrounds, but that horse is very good. Um, almost kind of reminds me of angel of empire last year. Yeah. Yeah, I can I I can see that too. Yeah. Oh, I uh yeah, I'm not sure if we've seen if we've necessarily seen the derby winner yet. And uh 
I will say I did start to get a little bit of that that tingle watching Timberlake run uh, this this uh, last race because of the, of the name or just because of the, the way <laughs> well, the <horse> <laughs> As, as we as we said, dirty little pig boy is pan. He's into everything. Um, no, um, no, because of how the how the horse ran, just that completely in control push button. Here we go, sort of sort of look to him. I I thought Timberlake looks really good coming into that race. So yeah, for a horse that hadn't been out in a while, I, I thought he ran pretty good. The only problem I have, if I have one, with that race was I thought the uh, the race itself was fairly weak. Um, but he did what he needed to do, and that's that's really all you can ask for at this point, you know. Um, I don't know how many more preps he's going to get in, which is a scary thought, but we'll see. Yeah, it's it's getting close, man. We're it's we're almost to Kentucky Derby Saturday. It's it's we'll be here before we friggin' know it. Oh man, I'll be yelling at my TV all day that day too. Again, as always, it's the best. It's one of the best things to do. Love doing it. Just scaring the dog, yelling yeah. at things. Yeah, my cat doesn't like it, man. Barry, you want to tell everybody what you got going on right now? Um, I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I'm here, I'm there. Uh, we do the uh, Going in Circles podcast every Monday, Big Monday. Um, you know, I pop up here and there on different shows and stuff, and trying to to get the word out on on and trying to give people some winners. That's what I'm trying to do. But you know, they listen. That's great. If they don't, they're lost because we're cashing tickets, homie. That's right. Straight cash, homie. That's that's uh the Randy Moss. That's right. That's right. What was it? Paying the moon for play, paying the fine for mooning. Was that what he was do, doing that for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God, that is just a disgusting act. God, stupid, stupid Joe Buck and his big sonorous head. <laughs> oh well all right well that's gonna do it for us here at the notorious otv brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network we'll catch you tomorrow uh time and topic tbd well i have a guest maybe i don't know don't don't pressure me i'm i'm wounded i'm trying to ease back into this so uh that'll do it we will catch you next time with more notorious otv good night <laughs> <laughs>